Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Studio on iHeartRadio. My name's Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. My guests today are responsible for one of the most truly joyous pop singles of the last decade, the exuberant Shut Up and Dance With Me. We need a little of that energy these days, which is good because the band are back with a new album called Heights. No release date's been set, but they've given fans a taste with their new single, the euphoric self-acceptance anthem, Can You Handle My Love? And as if that's not enough, they've also dropped two more tracks off of Heights, Giants and the aptly titled I'm Good. Fans will be able to hear these songs live and in the flesh this fall when the band hit the road as part of their Dream Plane tour. I'm so happy to welcome Nick, Eli, and Sean of Walk the Moon. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Great. Hi, everybody. There was so much to talk to you guys about. I know you have a, a new album on the way, Heights, but I wanted to start by talking with you about your new single, Can You Handle My Love? And it's it's an ode to imperfections in a sense. I think you've, you've called it a self-love anthem. Can you tell me a little bit about where that song came from? I love that. Yeah, I, I really do feel that way about it. It's like through this, through this lens of meeting someone else, I'm meeting myself, you know, or I'm, I'm realizing uh, all, the, all the bits and pieces of myself that I want somebody else to like. Actually, that, those are the places where I get to love myself. And it was one of, those, one of those songs that was like coming together in the moment through this vibration, this music just feels like so much fun. I just wanted to feel like, I just wanted to remind people of what they love about life. You know, it's just like something that's, that's really, I don't know, it feels like a summer day or something. 
Beautiful. I mean, it's funny you mentioned it. Getting to know yourself better in a funny way through through your partner, seeing your own similarities in them and, and having that reflect back on you. I mean, <laughs> I guess there's pros and cons. It makes me think of that old Seinfeld joke where he's dating the, the woman who's just like him. And then later on, he's like, wait a minute, I don't want to date me. I hate me. <laughs> A classic, but but once you once you push through that, it's, just a, it's a wonderful thing. I mean, the lyrics are are so. I mean, to my ear, it's very personal. I mean, I, I'm a freak and it's literal. Got a hole in my heart, gonna fill it with chemicals, just the way I am. Not trying to be difficult. Uh, I know you said on social media, Nick, that, that you write in a in a diary. Do you ever use your journal entries as jumping off points for uh, for lyrics? Absolutely, all the time. Yes, it's kind of it's kind of back and forth. I'll I'll find myself often like writing a song and I'm not even sure what it's about. And then I'll go back and read something and I'll realize you know I'd, that that had been stirring in my mind. Or, or or it'll be kind of in this really weird reverse chronological thing where I'll write a song and not be entirely like it'll feel authentic and but I but I won't be certain like where what who it's about in my life or whatever. And then maybe a year two years later, I'm like, oh no, it's like, it was about this that's happening now. How did I do that? I think, I think life is just in, life happens to us in cycles. And so themes will repeat, you know, as you, as you grow and evolve and you meet life in, you know, new ways and you make different choices, these, you know, these, these cycles come back. And, and so maybe that's, maybe that's why I'm living in my own time portal. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I, I believe that there are people who come into our lives for a reason to bring us to to a new place and kind of get us to that next, I don't want to call it step, but whatever that next place is. I mean, it must be funny for, for all of you listening to these songs back, almost like dream decoding. You realize later on, like, oh my God, that that's what all that meant. That's what, you know, they always say that every character in your dream is really you. I love that. I think that's really accurate. Flaws seems too harsh. Their own imperfections. Do you have any tips, all of you, for, for, for self-acceptance? What do you want people to get from this song? Something I, I sort of started to say before, but that I keep coming to. Well, this is, this is a fun time and a strange time for personally. For, I, I think for us, where we are talking about the music for the very mm. first time. And so there are some ways that we've you know chatted about like these are some of the themes of the album but a lot of times this this stuff is we're, we're coming into realization of it in some of these first few interviews you know mm, that's interesting yeah and so something that i keep coming to is this feeling of like i really i want listeners to be reminded of what they love most about their life i want them to be i want them to be reminded of the things that they like the most about themselves and i think that that's for me as in like a self love journey and the self acceptance journey like that's that's part of it it's like being reminded whether it's through another person or reflection or w whatever it is of the things that i actually appreciate about myself like oh i'm the i've been spending the last 30 years building this person and you know i actually kind of like what we've what we've created here i'm, I'm kind of, i like where we're going and coming into an acceptance of like the places where i'm not perfect that doesn't that doesn't mean bad those are just growth growth spots you know growth areas and i don't know i i feel like that's however you're looking at it i you know i i get i really like to get into the nerdy philosophy i don't know vibe about it but like it is something we're all doing right we're all just i feel I, I i trust that people are all trying to be better people all the time you know they're really trying to do their best with whatever they have i think when you when you have a when you live a life that's as documented as ours has been for the last 10 years there you know there are a lot of photos and and it's funny to, for me to look back on the photos and think about how like 
I felt badly, you know, during this time of my life, maybe I felt badly about my body, but I felt great about the pants that I was wearing. And now 10 years on, I feel great about my body and think my pants are stupid, you know? And so like, I've been there so hard. That's I, r- few things have resonated with me more than what you just said, but please. Can you <laughs> and so trying to, I think with, with that in mind, like trying to keep that in mind and having an eye on, on your future self and what, you know, your life may look like in retrospect helps you can help, can help you feel better about the process, you know, and, and knowing that this, this moment, this moment isn't forever and, um, and it's going to get better and some things are going to get better and some things are going to get worse, but it's always evolving, you know, you know, God, life should be amusing. Right. And it's okay if it's, if it's funny. You know, um, in retrospect. Wow, that's real. I mean, I never thought about that. Like you said, about having a life that is so well documented and the evidence is right there, either on the internet or on your albums. Does that sort of give you, in a funny way, almost like a bit of a leg up on the rest of us for for what you just said, just sort of appreciating being in the moment and kind of knowing that you kind of can choose your path forward. It isn't really all this preordained thing. I mean, every day is a chance to, to, to be def- different, to love yourself, to move in the direction you want to go. You know, the thing that I think about a lot now is like, what's it going to look like when my son's friends, my son is two, when my son's friends find these interviews that I'm doing now and make fun of him because of some dumb shit that I said in 2012. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's what I'm thinking about now. You know, these are the way these like certain things will come back and haunt you. Just no matter who you are, some things will come back and haunt you and some things will come back and lift you up. You know, and, and every day we get to choose what had the way we see ourselves and the way we see other people. Are we looking at the things that lifted those people up or are we looking at those things that, that were, uh, you know, humiliating? Yeah. And so it's a, it's a choice, you know, it's a choice. And oftentimes because of emotions, it doesn't feel like a choice. And now I'm spinning it out into the, the theory, theoretical stuff that Nick was talking about a minute ago. <laughs> you know, oftentimes because of emotions doesn't feel like a choice. It feels like you have to feel a certain way, but you don't, you can, you, a choice is a, it, it's just that. And that is very much like our new record, which we chose to make. Uh, <laughs> and the tour this fall, which we are and the day and the choice that we decided to go on tour. Yeah. And we highly encourage you to make the choice to buy the to tickets. come see the tour. Yeah. <laughs> and all the merch. It's good to be doing interviews again. Well, I mean, I was going to say, in, in some of the few interviews and statements that I've read, you talking about this new album, you said it's a lot more of a sort of an up album, a more optimistic than uh, 2017's uh, What If Nothing. What do you think was responsible for that shift? I mean, was it reaction to everything going on in the world or was it something within yourself? That's a great question. In, I think, I think any artist, I imagine, can't help but like be informed, like the art can't help but be informed by the world going on mm. or, you know, around them. Although... Even though 2020 was one of the darker years uh, that we've all experienced, this one has has come out with a little more sunshine. Maybe that's why. Maybe you know that. Maybe that's partly why. I think in 2017, my my father was passing away, and there was I don't, I don't know. There were some wild current events that continued to just I don't know that made the world seem a little scarier in some ways. And that was just I don't know. We wanted to we wanted to make something a little more dark horse for. Or walk the moon even though one foot's the single and one foot's like the most hopeful well, you can do it anthem we've written maybe so <laughs> even even dark for us is not super dark but it's not tom ways right the piano <laughs> i think maybe more than any of the like philosophical stuff 
there was something in that in us that wanted to return to like our roots. Um, and there's there's something, in my opinion, there's something of like the first record and that time that's like come back to life in this on this album. This like a little bit of this unbridled like hope and also wildness and fun. I really feel like that came through on Giants. I think it's such a great song about, you know, sort of a David and Goliath story taking on these these big forces. I, I really liked that. That was uh, of the, the, I think, three songs that are out now. That was, uh, I think, my favorite just because I, I thought it was a great message. Tell me a little more about that track, Giants. Thank you so much. Yeah, as you're talking about that, I'm like, actually, some of these some of these tunes came from some of the darkest moments. And it's like, if anything, it's the tr like transmuting those things into into making that choice, like doing something positive with it. Yeah, Giant, Giants for me lyrically came from a place of like being in a really tumultuous relationship and it felt like every single day we were like dealing with something processing something together some you know something would like turn the whole felt like it would turn the whole relationship on its head and yet i was like so you know it was it kind of ended it was a it was a stormy relationship but there were times where we were kind of like looking at each other like we can make it through anything we are gonna we are gonna lovingly make our way through any obstacle and it felt like uh, it felt like knocking down these giant monsters every day. Like every every day, we come out with our sword and shield, and we're gonna, you know, like clockwork. They show up that morning. By the by that night, we've slayed them. You get a couple hours of sleep and wake up and do it again. If I can offer an alternate perspective on it, I remember when that song was was being developed. We were in LA recording. We were recording. Can you handle my love? And you were giving me a ride to the studio on that particular week, and we'd be driving to the studio in. Nick would be like sharing these really intense experiences that he was going through when he went home every night, you know, when he went home from the studio and then it would be like, you know, it's, it's LA. So it's 40 minutes anywhere. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's so it's, 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 four, it's 40 minutes of like, Oh my God, that happened last night. And then we go, and then we go into the studio and we would have to like, like strap on our armor to make this up music you know to like put that back or at least nick props to nick put that away for the 10 hours that were in there and record and record stuff like can you handle my love you know and so like even that was a was a demonstration of of being able to to persevere and and overcome Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. 
OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Has the last year, year and a half at this point, wow, been a productive time for you? Because I feel like half the people I know, work has been a great thing to throw themselves into. It's great to have something else to focus on rather than, you know, external chaos, be it personal or just geopolitical with, you know, coronavirus and everything. Or is it hard to kind of get that motivated? Did you feel kind of weighed down by it all? Or did it depend on the day? We, we kind of like didn't stop because we were like literally recording uh, I'm good in the studio. And that was like right when everything shut down. So yeah, it's like we've, we've been busy doing the rest of the album at the moment. It's just like, there's, there is just a little bit of extra work that goes into it, obviously. You know, we all just sort of rush to upgrade our studio so we could uh, actually keep working. So like, I think Giants was the first one we did. So it was sort of us, like you, you said, like David, David and Goliath. Yeah, we were kind of just, just like little, little guys, just like you know that. Okay, we we got to make this big thing now. Yeah, we we yeah, we've been busy working on Giants. Being the first one was a really affirming experience because we were recording separately from the first for the first time. It's not like an electronic drone tune. Do you know what I mean? It's like a big. <laughs> it's like a big rock. It's band. a band song. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so and so we're we're recording. <laughs> We're recording this separately in our homes, which are thousands of miles apart and and really like not dipping our toes, but diving in, you know, and and it worked, you know, and we knew and we knew that the recording was working and that we were excited about it. And that really gave us um, strength to to carry on and, and finish the record um, in the way we did. And what was that? Was there a learning curve to that? Or like, how, how did it go when you first started doing the remote thing? Like that must have been a huge adjustment. Yeah, well, you know, at the time, now in the middle of 2021, you got it down. Every, well, every, everyone's like, oh, you can do anything over Zoom. Right. right. <laughs> but at the time, we didn't know if that was really possible. Fortunately, combination of a, a few like pretty simple applications and a really talented engineer and us, like as, as Sean said, upgrading our personal studios. It, it really, there, there was a, a bit of a, a curve, but in a, in a, in a way, it, was pretty smooth. I think we were all like really pleasantly surprised with how like it didn't diminish the creative experience. You know, there were like there were hurdles and it's a very it's a totally different thing like walking into my living room and then closing the computer and then I'm out and then you know, I'm not in the studio anymore. Um <laughs> just a, it's a it's a different the energy is a little different. Um 
you know, you're not having necessarily that same dream life experience of like there's your one of your favorite producers and you're in there with your band and like the you've got the you know all the flashing <laughs> I'm the class like, yeah, yeah exactly glass. yeah right so the recording console count costs as much as your house you know <laughs> like that kind of thing you know it's just you and your laptop yeah exactly yeah. so it, you know it wasn't the same but the but I, the creative process was really preserved in in this magical way and i think you can and enhanced it. in some ways right I think I think the record has like a richer texture from doing it at home because we would we would do the the tracks that we expected to do. You know, we would get together on our Zoom and I'd do the record the the guitar parts, um, and we'd be like, "All right, great, we have them. Send them over, and and we'll we'll get them edited." And we'd hang up, and I'd be like, "Oh, I forgot. I have this one pedal that maybe. What if I just ran it through that and saw it? Like, let's just see what happens." And so we would all do work kind of offline and find like deeper creative places that we might not have found when you know we're on the clock at a at a fancy studio or that we might not have given ourselves permission to try you know if we weren't in the safe space of our of our homes so i actually think the rec the record has a richer texture and more detail because of um recording it at our at our, at our relative spaces Wow, that's really interesting. What was the process like of actually building up the tracks? I mean, do they start with you, Sean, and lay down the rhythm track and then put bass on top of that and kind of get the, you know, the, the, the rhythm as the foundation? Or how did that work? Yeah, I mean, that's that's generally the, the order we, we start in recording. Um, yeah, we'll start with drums and then bass and then R. And yeah, so that, that part really didn't change much. You know, it was just the only thing it changed is like we, we just got to listen to our our own systems at home it's it's kind of nice sometimes just being able to control the own your own volume some days you don't want to so yeah that like eli was saying you know just the comfort aspect once we got past it being the hurdles and and learning curve just using all of this this new gear using proper techniques that we might not use when just making a demo or something I mean, it's so cool to think that you're right. I mean, not only are you just emotionally more free being in your own space, but you're right. You're not on a studio time where, you know, every hour is God knows how much money and you really got to like nail it. That's got to be so liberating in a, in a funny way. I mean, and you also work with some really incredible collaborators on this record too. Kay Flay, Tommy English. What, what did those folks bring to the, the table for these sessions? It was so awesome working with Kay Flay and Tommy on, on Can You Handle My Love. Um, you can actually hear Kay Flay's voice on Can You Handle My Love. There's like um, in the middle of the verse, got a hole in my heart, gonna fill it with chemicals. What you got? Like that little, what you got? That's that's <laughs> K-Play. Like literally the lead vocal on the song is is like the first one, the first run through. And that's a first take? That's a first take. I mean, that was like, that was the first, like it was it was like while the song was being written like that, you know? But K-Play's literally in the, in the back of the room going, what you got? And like, we're like, well, let's keep that. Perfect. I, I can't I can't say that was the one take all the way through. That's that's not that's not true. But it was like that was the first iteration, like the energy of that that first night um, is is there. You know, I, I didn't go back and re redo any of that because it was it wasn't we didn't need to. However, one of my favorite collaborators on this is a producer, Paul Meany. He's the you know formerly the lead singer of Mute Math. I remember the year that I started Walk the Moon in college. I was obsessed with with mute math. I was like really into mute math. Had gone to see them uh, with my buddy at Bogarts in Cincinnati, um, where we're coming back through this fall, uh, playing playing two nights at Bogarts, and like front row, just 
going nuts. And, um, and then shit, 10 years later, he's like producing our half the album. And that's, that's so cool. You know, it's, it's really interesting working with different producers. And on this record, we have Mike Crossy, who's like very much this, how you, how I might imagine a producer, like this, this guru wise figure with a, you know, an accent of the, of the British Isles. And, um, and Paul Meany, on the other hand, is, is a band guy. You know, he's like, he's like uh, our, our big brother. You know, we've been out, we've, we've played shows with, with Mute Math in the past. And so he comes with this whole other perspective. And he's also a really talented keyboard player. So it, it's, it, it was, it's been really fun to expand, to see what ways the different songs expand, depending on who's, uh, who's producing them. I was just going to say about Paul, the new bundle of songs, there's a song called, called I'm Good that has this very long outro. This, this long outro that basically like Paul added after we went home for the day. Um, we came back in the next day and like Paul had like worked out this, this whole outro and the piano playing is him. We were working out this outro for our first live performance this weekend. And we like looked at the MIDI, the sheet music for these chords that Paul was playing. I went, I went to jazz school. I've got a degree. I got no idea what he's doing here. I got no clue what he's thinking with these chords, but they're just beautiful, these beautiful voicings. And it's just, he's bringing this like New Orleans jazz oriented, um, extended chords thing to walk the moon, which we never like is, is unusual, which is unusual for our, for, for a walk the moon record flat augmented ninths and all that kind of crazy stuff dude it's it's crazy it's it's crazy um big big chromatic energy um from paul meany so it's that's definitely um one way that he shaped our record yeah. it's so cool it's so cool to have his playing on the record yeah yeah piggybacking off of that i i liked how bold he was that basically this outro was kind of a at the end of the previous day we had jammed on a bunch of different stuff like it created these palettes of bits of music that didn't necessarily even go together we weren't even sure what we were doing you know like i'm i'm on a juno playing some chords and eli's playing the playing my chords with his pedals you know and like and, and we didn't know what we were going to do with any of that stuff we we're like well that was fun and then the next morning paul has taken the liberty of adding a section of music to our song <laughs> that that like has pieced all of these bits that we played together and then with his own like chords underneath and so it's just that takes a certain type of artist you know to to make that choice we could have totally been like nah man that's not it's not who we are bro you know <laughs> but but it was beautiful and we we loved it and then and then we realized oh there's there's more song there and and there's more lyrics to be you know and that's and that's where the section of i'm good comes you know one more thing before i fade away you know it's like that was inspired by this new section of music Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You mentioned earlier that so much of this record to you almost felt like a return to your roots. I thought it was interesting to learn that a number of these songs actually, in some cases, are almost a decade old. The, the demos that you started back, you know, when you first started the band. What was it like coming back to, to those demos? What was the refining process like of, first of all, deciding which of those to use and then taking them apart, reconstructing them, giving them a polish? Well, the album's called Heights. There is a title track. And one of the, there's, there's two songs on the record that are this old. They're like nearly 10 years old, nine, nine years old, maybe. And... And it's stuff that we've loved since then, you know, and it's just like, it's not always clear or logical the way that some songs make it to on a record and, and other ones don't. Um, Heights in, in particular is, is like this tune that I've just like, man, I just I feel like, I feel like we should put this on a record. <laughs> like it's, and it's, there's a, there's an experimentalness to it that has kept it alive for this long in our vault. Like we're, we're a band that writes a lot of songs. There's a there's a big vault of tunes that who knows if anyone will ever hear. And that one continued to to like you know shine and raise its hand. And um, it I don't know. You you asked about you asked about the refining process, right? Because you know a song that lasts that long, like what I think oftentimes, and I think it's true for the the two older songs, which kind of they actually like bookend the, the album. There's something spontaneous, something like the spirit of that particular moment like if you look at a song as like a polaroid of that moment in time like there's something really like lightning in a bottle that that can be lost in the all the the infinite things that you can do in production and in you know in the virtual studio um and in revisions on revisions on revisions um but these two songs we really were were hellbent on preserving that initial spark and 
I'm really grateful. It feels so amazing now to finally, you know, but they've been demos forever. So it feels really amazing to hear them played and fully realized and, and that, it, that they work. <laughs> it worked. They work so good. How did you land on uh, Heights as the, as the title track? That's a great question. We had a bunch of ideas in it and it just like, again, it like kept winning. I don't know. We haven't like, <laughs> I don't know that we've gone super deep on why it, it's the right one. I really believe in the listener's power of, of choice and the listener's power of interpretation and that like we're going to have our reasons for this or that or what, what a song quote unquote means, but it's way more important to me what it means to somebody else. So, so for me, Heights is both like the highs of the highs that you, that you, you realize are so high up from down low from those moments from the troughs and the valleys and also when you're up there and you're up on on the in those big heights like how uh it might be kind of terrifying that like you know how high up you are like is there more good stuff to live can i can i constantly can i can i keep reaching for more joy more excitement more meaning and significance and uh and you, and, you know you, nothing's permanent it might fall at any moment so it's like so there's danger and joy all in one thing for me personally about it it's a good summation of life. Danger and joy. <laughs> is there a, a release date set for the uh, for the album? I don't think so. We have we have a we've, we're aiming. We got it. We got one we're aiming for, but we we shall not reveal it today on this day of our Lord. When <laughs> we shall look forward to it then. When you weren't making music in the last year and a half, what did you all like to do? What was your favorite way to decompress, uh, either together or solo? Unwind stay grounded, stay amused, take your pick. What was your, your, your favorite new pandemic hobby? So parenting to speak? was my new hobby. <laughs> yeah. Heard good things. Uh, yeah. 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 I recommend it. It's, yeah. it's hard work, but fulfilling, you know? Yeah. My, um, I feel it certainly feels strange to silver line, give, give a, a pandemic, a silver lining, but like, right. you know, but it, but truly, um, truly felt so lucky to be with, my son for the last two years, you know, um, I would have missed a lot, a lot of his development and a lot of like firsts, or I would have seen him through a screen, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was actually able to be here and, and form, uh, such a strong bond that, uh, now it'll make everything else seem so, seem so hard. It'll make everything so much harder yeah. now to go on <laughs> tour and to like, you know, because we are so bonded and so used to seeing each other all the time, but it's been, it's been really, it's been really wonderful and, and figuring out the logistics. I, you know, just like, just like the maddest, hugest props to parents everywhere of all varieties, you know, because like this, this shit is really hard, you know, like I have, I always thought of myself as being like a two, two kid person like I'm, I have a brother and I was like always like we'll have two and now I've got one and I'm like oh my god how does anybody <laughs> how do how does it people have three are you crazy you know I'm just like so like figuring out the logistics and and how to continue being a person beyond parenting while also being committed to parenting that's been it's been my a major undertaking um and and truly like very very fulfilling and um and joyful and also I baked for a while <laughs> I was and, gonna say, how's the sourdough going? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I also baked and and uh, you know got into gardening. I've got raspberries. Cool. Sean, Nick, what about you? What about you guys up to in the uh, the last year? That's maybe something new that you you hadn't really uh, dove deep into before. I'm still thinking about Eli's kid right now. Actually, um, <laughs> we it was a wild experience. This past weekend 
we had our first show back at Wonderstruck in Cleveland, real life festival, and it felt incredible. And it was the strangest thing. Um, you know, the last time I saw Eli's son, he was he was a little little tiny itty bitty baby, and now he's nearly two and walking around. Wow. And if any if there's any uh indicator of the lost year it's like whoa like we've got a new person in our family now you know like who wasn't there before and it's um it was you know it was it was it was so cool getting the whole family the band family band and crew we've got we've got so many members of our crew who've been with us a really really long time um and you know we had parents there and so it was just it was it was really special and and to um to see see Eli as a dad and and like like just get to like watch this like little man running around um was was very very special. I show up in different shoes when I'm doing the dad thing. I show I show up in Crocs when when it's when it's time matching to when Crocs. it's time <laughs> matching Crocs with my son. Yeah, Aww. when it's time to dad, I gotta wear the matching Crocs. Yeah, my my sister had a baby during all this, and I I only saw her pregnant once, and even then it wasn't really couldn't really tell. So in my mind, it was like I missed the whole step of like I don't know. I feel like being able to sort of see her in the process would have made it more real. But now it's like oh my god, next time I I, I finally saw her again, and she's got a baby. It's just like oh my goodness. Like you mentioned that being a strange way to measure the 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 passing of the lost year and a half that's one right there i went from seeing my my, my little sister and all of a sudden she she's a mom with, with a little one who's still very very young but still it's it is it is wild wow. like in, the, in no other time in the last 10 years would sean not meet my child until he was two you know yeah. like that like sean like that's crazy you know that's a that's a totally different lifestyle than where, how we've been living yeah, Sean, what about you? What about outside of, outside of studio stuff? No, I just locked myself in the entire time. Um, <laughs> really? Just been going on like road trips. Uh, when I've cool. not like a permit, just going on drives, really, what I've been doing. Nothing interesting. Oh, man, that's good. So you're out in, in LA, right? You're going up like Pacific Coast Highway and stuff like that? I've up that a couple of times. Love Enzo Borrego Park. Really weird driving around the Salton Sea. And then a couple of times. Well, speaking of going out and driving, you're hitting the road in September. Thank goodness. How does that feel? I mean, you mentioned the the festival in Cleveland a minute ago. I mean, the, gearing up for this time on tour has to feel a million percent different than anything you you know any other tour you've ever done. How, how are you guys feeling? It was quite a task this last week. You know, we had a like a we had a few days of rehearsal leading up to the first show back and. We kept describing it like being kind of tossed into the deep end, you know, it was a, it was a headline set for our very first show back um, and playing new songs. And it was it was quite an undertaking, but it was something we were all just like fully down for, fully committed to to making it happen. And um, it really I mean, it, it lit the fire again. I'm, I'm like, I'm sad that I'm stoked that we're playing a, a tour at all, but I'm sad that it's it's now going to be, you know, a couple months between this show and the next. Because <laughs> um, yeah. it, it feels like home, you know. It's like this is this is one half of our beingness, you know. Were you ever a runner, Jordan? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Okay, not really. No. I, all right. So I it makes me think of 
the I was a I was a cross country runner in high school, and it makes me think of the first run that I ever went on, where it was like it was like an easy run. It was like five minutes, like go run for five minutes, and I'm like, great, I can do that, no problem. And so I just like take off, right? And I burn out immediately. You know, I burn out after like a minute yeah. and a half, and then I'm just like dead for those last four minutes. That's kind of what the first two or three songs of this set were like. I was like, let's go! You know, I was just like, I was like, oh, I've completely forgotten how to play live. I need to pace myself. I need to breathe. Let's breathe. Let's drink the water, you know? And then it came back. And then once I started breathing and like taking it easy, but God, it was so exciting. It was so exciting to be back on stage and to like be received by the audience the way we were. We saw there's a wonderful, wonderful Instagram called WTM as cats, which recreates photos of us, but as felines. And so the person who runs that, you know, we see her around a lot and we hadn't seen her in years. And she was front and center, you know, after all this time singing along to every song. And it's so wonderful and so touching to reconnect with those people and see that they're still there for us. It's, it was really emotional. I just, and I, I like almost cried a number of times. There were a number of times where I got goosebumps and I felt the thing, the little pre-cry thing happening in my chest. And, I, and I'm like, steal up. You know? And and then after after the set, I talked to, you know, a number of guys in the band and a number of the guys in the crew. And just like everyone had had the same experience. Everyone was like, oh yeah, dude, I almost cried. I for sure I almost cried tonight. You know, um, is so it was so emotional it was really it was really wonderful and i can't can't wait to do it again oh man well we can't wait to see you guys back out there soon thank you so much nick eli sean thank you so much for taking the time today really appreciate it you guys are the best can't wait to see you out there again soon thank you i'm gonna do a great full-on plug now the tour this fall called the dream plane tour we're playing a bunch of places we haven't done in a while like some of the like smaller clubs like we wanted something to create something a little more intimate our first time back you know like two nights at bogarts at our hometown in cincinnati and and all over the u.s it's gonna be full on we're gonna play the new record it's something we are so 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 thrilled to bring so here we go tickets are available y'all get involved <laughs> <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio, a production of iHeartRadio. For more episodes of Inside the Studio or other fantastic shows, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.